It is possible to be thankful every moment, every day. It, it takes practice and humility. It takes vision and ability. It takes practice and humility. It takes vision and ability. Hi, and welcome back to Tell Me What Happened, a podcast that features people from all walks of life telling us childhood stories, those childhood stories that have impacted them in their lives as an adult. I'm your host, Jay Rehack, and like you, I've had my share of childhood experiences that have impacted me. Some of those experiences have been really positive and some of them not so much. But whenever I tell a story, people who hear them understand me just a little bit better. And I think that's the goal of the show is that when you hear these stories, you understand people just a little bit better. Tell Me What Happened is sponsored by Sidelining Publishing, publishers of quality books, including Susan Salador's children's work, I've Got Peace in My Fingers, available on Amazon or wherever quality books are sold. Tell Me What Happened is also sponsored by LaughSaver.com. Visit LaughSaver.com and record your laughter. We'll keep it for you now and forever. It's free and your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren will appreciate it. That's LaughSaver.com. Go check it out. Record your laughter. All right. On with the show. Today I have as my guest a friend of mine. She's a product manager for a web app. She's also a very nice person. My guest, Kelly Gessner. Kelly, are you ready to tell your story? Yes, I am, Jay. I'm going to stay out of the way then, Kelly, and let you tell your story. Okay. I was, I think, seven years old in first grade, and this girl, Olivia Perkins, was new to our school district, and we had a pencil case or something in the middle of this table for our desks. And she, it's like quiet reading time and she decides to make a ruckus and knock over the pencil case and like start cack, like cackling and, you know, making loud noises. And the teacher whoops around and Olivia Perkins points at me and says that I did it. And obviously I didn't do it. I'm very quiet. Maybe it's not obvious, but I'm a very quiet, polite kid and person and I was just shocked. I was like, obviously, Mrs. Precht, I did not do that. I am a perfect angel. <laughs> and Mrs. Precht did not believe me. She believed Olivia Perkins and put me in the corner in timeout. And I was the only, per only kid that had to go in timeout in our whole little pod. And there are like five of us. And I cried and cried. And I was like, this is so unfair. This is crazy. And then maybe a year later, my dad is taking me out to lunch. And there's all these stupid Perkins restaurants all over the place. And he decides we're going to go there. And I really did not want to go there because Olivia Perkins basically got me in trouble, ruined my perfect record. And yeah, I think I was having like my first anxiety attack when I was in that Perkins restaurant because I was just so like wary about it. And then kind of forgot about it. A few years later, um, I'm hanging out with this new girl in middle school and I go back to her house and I walk in the door and Mrs. Precht is in her house. And I was like, what the heck is she doing here? And 
I was like, oh, hey, Mrs. Preck, do you remember me? And she's like, oh, of course I remember you. And in the back of my head, I'm going, do you remember what you did to me? <laughs> Unlawfully punishing me. Um, and it ended up being this girl's grandmother. Mrs. Preck was um, uh, this little girl's grandmother. And we really didn't hang out <laughs> after that. I think my bias was way too strong, but she was nice and it was a, it was a fine like little play date, but I remember being utterly shocked that Mrs. Precht was in the house. I think it's also just, you know, it can be odd seeing your teachers outside of school. They're like kind of mini celebrities like, oh, you have a life out, you don't live in the classroom. <laughs> So that was also, you know, a shock to me as well. But yeah, that's my story. So I feel so bad for that little seven-year-old <laughs> Kelly or whatever, because you were planning on being the perfect uh, child. Is it true? I think yes. it might be true that your mother was a teacher. Is that right or no? Yes, my mother is also a teacher. So she she wasn't always a teacher. She used to be a hairdresser. So she was just becoming a teacher when I was in first grade. And so she kind of knew what I was going through, but she also knew what Mrs. Pratt was going through and not knowing who to trust <laughs> during that oh. time. Mm -hmm. uh, well, anyway, that's a sad story. Can you just tell us how do you think it's impacted you now as, a, as an adult? I know it impacted you in the sense you don't want to go to Perkins restaurants and then you, uh, your, your play date was destroyed back in the middle school days, but how about right now? How, did, why, how is it still rattling around in your brain? I think it rattles around because when things happen, when I'm on, you know, the side of Mrs. Precht, when I look and see what's happening, I always know that there's two sides to every story. And so I try to get both sides. And I think it'd be very interesting to get Olivia Perkins' side of the story and just understand why she decided to make a ruckus in the middle of reading time and then blame it on me. I think there's probably a lot going on there. And so, yeah, I think getting two sides to every story and letting your gut tell you really what was happening. Cause I feel like if Mrs. Peck just had to let her gut tell her, you know, Kelly obviously didn't do this. Cause I, I was honestly just such a good kid and I should have been way more. I, you know, sometimes I regret not being a little bit more rebellious, but that's just not who I am. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Kelly. I enjoyed the story. Again, I feel bad for the little seven-year-old at the time, but you seem to be okay now, which is good. And Definitely. I like the idea of learning to uh, consider that there's another side to the story. And just uh, in case Olivia Perkins is listening to this podcast, uh, yes. she is welcome to come on to the show. And I would love to hear her version of the story. Although um, it sounds like she was just <laughs> looking for somebody to take the responsibility for tumbling the, uh, the pencils or whatever. Well, thank you very much for being on the show, Kelly. I enjoyed it. Thank you, Jay. Thanks for having me. All right. That's our show. Thank you, Kelly Gessner. Thank you to all of you for listening in. Thanks to our sponsors, LaughSaver.com. Remember to go to LaughSavers.com and record your laughter at LaughSaver.com. We'll keep it for you, that laughter, now and forever. It's free. And your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren and your great-great-grandchildren will thank you for it. That's LaughSaver.com. Also, Sidelining Publishing, publishers of quality books, including Scott Suma's timely work, Don't Act Like the President. And now we're going to end the show, as we almost always do, with Susan Salador's classic, Every Moment, Every Day. Ask Alexa to play Susan Salador. 
So until next time, this is Jay Rehack asking you all to stay safe out there and try not to hurt anybody. It is possible to be thankful every moment, every day. It, it takes practice and humility. It takes vision and civility. It takes practice and humility. It takes vision and civility. It takes possible and the wisdom to see it every day. It takes practice and humility. It takes vision and civility. It is possible to be thankful every day. It takes practice and humility, it takes vision and civility, it takes practice and the wisdom to see it as a ability, it takes practice and the wisdom to see it as a ability, it takes beauty and the wisdom to see it everywhere. It is possible to be thankful every moment, every